Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Frozen Pitch with your host, Nick Scortino. So today, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, we just have a few pieces of hockey talk to get out of the way first, and then a lot and a lot of soccer talk now that the um, respective leagues have started back up. We've got some games to talk about, and a lot of a lot of interesting transfer news that's actually been coming out in these last few hours and over the weekend, this last few days, which I'm really excited to talk about. So, let's hop right into uh, the NHL. And uh, Joe Thornton has agreed to a one-year deal with the Florida Panthers. It will be his uh, 24th NHL season. And last year for the Toronto Maple Leafs, he had uh, 20 points, scoring five goals and 15 assists. So, he adds a pretty good veteran leadership to that uh, Florida Panthers team, who um, I think will be pretty solid considering they they were given Tampa Bay a run for their money in the first round of the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs last year but uh, they didn't get the job done because Tampa Bay is regarded as one of the best you know best teams in the NHL Um, and going on to one of Thornton's new teammates Sam Reinhart who was traded from the Buffalo Sabres to the Florida Panthers has agreed to a three-year deal Uh, last season for Buffalo Reinhart had uh, 40 points, 25 goals, and 15 assists in 54 games for Buffalo. So he's he's a very good piece uh, for Florida to add. Uh, Ron Hart, uh, he was very productive last year for the Sabres in terms of probably the Sabres' worst season uh, they've had in a really long time. Uh, not in a really long Probably the worst season they've had in terms of how bad they've been these last few years. But... Um, He's a very, he was a very good piece of Florida to add, um, and you know he had last season he had you know forty points, twenty five goals, fifteen assists, and fifty four games for Buffalo, which is very 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 good stat line. And he'll uh, I think he'll do pretty well in Florida. He'll help them. Uh, they got you know a very productive offensive piece. And uh, you know the Wild have also uh, signed Kevin Fiala to a. One-year, $5.1 million deal to avoid the uh, salary arbitration. Uh, Fiala had 40 points last year. He scored 20 goals and had 20 assists in 50 games. So, very uh, very good year for him. Um, you know, the Wild have lost Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter. So, we'll see how they can, you know, rebuild and retool themselves to uh, start becoming contenders uh, in the next few seasons. Uh, Alex Nylander has agreed to... Uh, terms of the one-year $874,125 contract with the Chicago Blackhawks. Nylander missed uh, all of last season last year because uh, he had surgery to repair a torn meniscus in his left knee, which happened in the 2020 Western Conference first round against the the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, So, you know, stinks for him. He couldn't really get the the money he wanted, probably, but, you know, one-year... One year deal like that, he's still only 23, so uh, he's going to be a pretty important piece for uh, Chicago this year. So it'll be interesting to, to see what happens with that. Um, then going on, uh, final piece of hockey news that we have is that Austin Matthews is going to be out a minimum six weeks with surgery uh, on his wrist. Last season, he had been dealing with discomfort and uh, actually missed a few games because of an injury to his right wrist. But as of right now, it's not specified what um, wrist was operated on, so I'll keep you guys updated on that. Now, we have that little bit of hockey news out of the way. Let's dive right into soccer, and 
Uh, right now, I've got a whole list in front of me of games that have happened last weekend. I'm going to give you all a rundown of that. I'm going to try to do that uh, every week. Just give a rundown of games. Uh, maybe add some games uh, if there's you know some big matchups coming up in the week. Uh, I looked. I didn't see that many uh, big matchups coming up this week. Maybe uh, Arsenal versus, uh, I believe it's Chelsea this week. Um, but nothing uh, that really caught my eye. So uh, let's dive right into these scores. Brentford, unfortunately, beat Arsenal 2-0. Uh Sat down and watched that game and instantly regretted it. But uh, I think Arsenal will be able to bounce back a little bit against uh, Chelsea because uh, they'll hopefully have Aubameyang and Lacazette back, which will uh, be good for Arsenal. But we'll see what happens. Uh, Valencia beat uh, Getafe uh, 1-0. Borussia Mönchengladbach beat uh, Bayern or, and Bayern Munich tied 1-1. Sorry about that. Uh, Lorient beat Monaco 1-0. Manchester United beat Leeds United 5-1. And Bruno Fernandes and Paul Pogba were absolute uh, MVPs in that game. Bruno Fernandes had a hat trick and Paul Pogba had, an hat- had a hat trick of assists, which is uh, pretty insane to see that stat line. But um, you know, good for them. The United's moving in the right uh, right direction. Uh, Brighton beat Burnley uh, 2-1. Chelsea beat Crystal Palace 3-0. Everton beat Southampton 3-1. Leicester beat Wolverhampton 1-0. Watford beat Aston Villa 3-2. Liverpool beat Norwich 3-0. Real Madrid beat Alaves uh, 4-1. Dortmund beat Frankfurt 5-2. And actually, while we're talking about it, and I'm going to go back to uh, Liverpool for a second, but... um, so right now, for Dortmund and Erling Holland, he has his career in the uh, Bundesliga for Dortmund. He's played in sixty-one games. He scored sixty-two goals and has seventy-two assists. That is, in my opinion, one of the most ridiculous um, stat lines I think I've ever heard of a player in, uh, you know. That I've I really heard of a, a player because that's just unbelievable, um, you know. In two games, uh, the two games he's played so far this season, he's has five goals and three assists, and he's been directly involved in all of Dortmund's goals. And you know that's just absolutely bananas. I mean, he's been such a powerhouse striker for them. And he's, I mean, he stayed as of, he's staying as of right now, but I don't see him staying past next year. I feel like somebody's going to come in and, and uh, take, you know, take him. But, you know, it's uh, really cool to see young, uh, you know, really these young players really shine and come into their own and become these beasts of, uh, of players. And the other thing, t- touch of news that I want to talk about before we could, I continue with the scores is that um, during the Liverpool game, uh, when Liverpool Liverpool beat Norwich 3-0, Mohamed Salah became the first player to score on the opening day in five consecutive Premier League seasons, which is a pretty cool stat uh, you know stat line to be uh, a part of, and you know for him to be the first one that's uh, really cool for him, and, uh, really cool for Liverpool as a club. Uh, now getting back to the scores, um, PSG beat Strasbourg uh, 4-2. West Ham beat Newcastle 4-2. Uh, 
Tottenham beat uh, Manchester City 1-0. Atletico uh, beat Celta, Celta Vigo 2-1. Barca beat Real Sociedad 4-2. And that game was uh, a little weird to watch. It was very strange to not see Lionel Messi uh, on the pitch. Um, but uh, Barca won, you know. It, I don't really ha- I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. I... After everything that's gone on with Lionel Messi, I'd rather I'd rather just watch him uh, play at PSG than, than watch Barca. That's just that's just me, you know. I like I like Barca, but I, I, I'm a very big Messi fan. He he is without a doubt my my favorite player to watch uh, right now. Um, you know, when I was younger, it was definitely Ronaldinho, but uh, Messi's just been such a pl- it's been such a pleasure pleasure to watch him in a Barcelona uniform. It just feels weird saying uh, that he's not going to be there. But uh, final uh, score of the the week was uh, Bayern beat Dortmund three uh, one for the German Super Cup, and now we have transfer news, which is one of my favorite topics to talk about. Um, Tammy Abraham has signed to um, Roma. He uh, will sign a. The deal is a forty-year deal, uh, forty million uh, euro deal plus add-ons paid in installments. Um, Chelsea have a buyback clause of eighty million valid from uh, June until June twenty twenty-three, and um, you know. It's a good move for Roma. They need a striker, um, and Chelsea have an abundance of them after they just signed Romelu Lukaku, so I can see why they have uh, let him go. Uh, Chelsea are also confident to complete a uh, loan deal for Matt Miazga with uh, Alaves this week. Uh, Nothing has really... um, I haven't heard much about that other than the fact that they were uh, trying to complete a deal until uh, a loan deal until June 2022. Um, Atletico uh, Minero are set to uh, agree to a deal with Diego Costa, so he's back playing um, soccer in Brazil. Um, he would be he would be signed until December 2022. So, good for Diego Costa for finally making a comeback, or hopefully making a comeback. Uh, we'll see what happens with him. Um, Denzel Dumfries has joined Inter Milan on a permanent deal of €12.5 million Euros, uh, plus add-ons from PSV. Uh, Edin Dzeko has signed uh, for Inter as well on a free transfer from Roma, and um, he signs until June 2023, and... The uh, Inter is also trying to get a new deal done for Lotaro Martinez because they do not want him to leave after they sold Romelu Lukaku. Uh, Thibaut Courtois has signed a new contract at Real Madrid until 2026. Um, Tottenham have identified uh, Patrick Bamford as a potential replacement to Harry Kane, who, has been, as we've known, has been strongly linked to Manchester City. But Leeds are set to offer um, Bamford a new deal in the coming weeks as because they would like to keep him. And um, 
Bamford has already said that he has no desire to join um, Tottenham, and he he would like to stay at Leeds. So uh, it's good to hear that. Uh, Granit Xhaka has signed is has supposedly signed a new contract at Arsenal until June 2025. So good for uh, Arsenal, keeping a very solid uh, leader in the midfield. Um, on their team because he was all set to go to Roma, but uh, backed out of the deal after um, he played really well for Switzerland and uh, Arsenal uh, hand- were working on a new contract for him, so good for him. Um, Rafael Varane has officially been unveiled uh, at Manchester United. Uh, he was unveiled over the weekend. Um, he'll definitely be a good uh, pairing with Maguire in that back line really helped them out uh, then uh, apparently um, Hector Bellerin is most likely going to leave uh, Arsenal this month and is even willing to take a pay cut to move away from the club he's already told Mikel, uh, Mikel Arteta that of his intentions to leave uh, good ratings at this point he's not been uh, that great these you know last two years and Arsenal really need to go out and sign a, sign a right back because Callum Chambers cannot play right back for the uh, rest of the season. And I think they're going to do that uh, in the next few days, hopefully. But Bellerin has not been the same player since he's gotten hurt and had all those injuries. So it's unfortunate to see something like that happen, but there's nothing you can really do about it. Uh, Livin Kurzawa has agreed to personal terms to join Lyon. Um, the PSG and Lyon just need to find a uh, agreement on a fee. Uh, Liverpool has reached an agreement in principle with Jordan Henderson to extend his stay at Anfield. He'll sign a three-year deal with an option for, of a fourth depending on appearances. Uh, Barcelona... <laughs> I might not be able to say this with a straight face, but Barcelona have offered uh, Philippe Coutinho to Arsenal in exchange for either Aubameyang or Lacazette. They can't offer cash, so any deal would need to be a straight swap. Oh, man. It's it's amazing how, how poor Barca tries to do things because our Arsenal and, and I sent that deal, I would laugh straight in their faces. You know, I know Bami and Lacazette are a little bit older, and you know they have pretty high wages. But like, you—that is a terrible deal because Coutinho has been injury prone these last few seasons and hasn't hasn't even played a full season in I don't know how long. And he's not been the same player he once was at Liverpool since joining Barcelona. He was a little bit better on Bayern, but not that much. And it'd be stupid to do that. Um, then we have the, uh, this isn't transfer news, this is just, uh, some United States, uh, women's national team news, and the fact that, uh, Carly Lloyd has announced her retirement, um, there's gonna be four, uh, fall-friendly matches, which are, uh, which will be her final games for the, uh, United States, and she'll finish the, uh, NWSL season with the uh, New Jersey slash New York Gotham FC. Um, so Lloyd's uh, United States uh, resume, she has two World Cup titles, two Olympic gold medals, 128 
international goals, 312 appearances, and two uh, FIFA Women's uh, Player of the Year awards. So congratulations to her. Um, it was a great career, and uh, wish her the best of luck uh, for what comes in the future. Then, moving on, um, Manuel Locatelli has finally uh, moved to Juventus. Uh, Sassuolo will receive um, 35 million euros plus add-ons for the midfielder, and he will sign a contract until June 2026. So Juventus finally end that saga because that has been going on for so long. And I think there there are rumors that Arsenal are going after him, and I think that was just... uh, Sassuolo to uh, try. I'm sorry if I butchered that name. I'm trying my best. Um, But I think that they were using Arsenal as a, you know, piece to try to help get the deal along with uh, Juventus. Uh, Talks between AC Milan and Roma are progressing for the transfer of Alessandro uh, Florenzi. Uh, Personal terms won't be a problem for the. Uh, player and the two clubs hope hope an agreement over a fee can be made uh, in the next few days. Uh, so AC Milan will be looking to bolster their right back because uh, Diogo Dalot has uh, left his loan because he was uh, called back to Manchester United. So they currently need a right back, and Florenzi's uh, a very good right back. You know, helped uh, well played pretty well in the uh, Euros with Italy and. He'll, uh, he's been a very good piece for most for Roma. His last few years is right back. Um, then we have that Leon are set to finalize the last few details of a deal with Chelsea to sign Emerson uh, Palmieri in the next few uh, next few days. The Fiorentina are actually uh, looking to make a move for Everton striker Moise Keane if they sell Dusan. Valhovic to um, Atletico. Um, then we have some interesting news uh, in terms of transfer news, and that's that Cristiano Ronaldo has uh, spoken up about how um, you know there's been a lot of rumors surrounding him about going back to Real Madrid and how Real Madrid wants him back, and um, he released a whole uh, thing on Instagram about this and was basically like you know um he felt very disrespected and was very angry that uh you know all this stuff was coming out because he's trying to focus uh on the upcoming season for Juventus and you know he basically said that his his Real Madrid story has been written it's been recorded uh in words and numbers and trophies and titles and records and in headlines it's in the museum at the uh, Bernabeu Stadium, and it's also in the minds of every fan of the club. And beyond what I achieved, I remember that in those nine years, I had a relationship of deep affection and respect for... I can't even say that word. Um, an affection and respect that I retain to this day and that I will always cherish. I know that the true Real Madrid fans will continue to have, have me in their hearts, and I will have them in mine. And basically going on to talk about like La Liga and the like what's going on in Spain with all of that and he just wanted to break his silence because um, he doesn't like you know people throwing his name around and he's just trying to stay focused on his career and his work uh, 
and is committed to prepare for all the challenges that he has to face this upcoming season. So I get where he's coming from. You know, uh, I really do. It doesn't, you know, it's not fun when people start throwing your name around a, a lot for these said rumors and you're not even like, you know, being, it's not even being like entertained or anything like that. Like you haven't facilitated any of these ideas, stuff like that. So I, I get where he's coming from. It makes a lot of sense. Um, then moving on, we have, um, that, uh, city are all actually exploring the idea of signing Dusan Vlahovic from, Fiorentina, who's also being targeted by Atletico, but they're doing it because uh, it'd be an 80 million move um, and it'd be an alternative to Harry Kane because they can't agree on a deal for Harry Kane with Tottenham right now. Then we have um, Michi Bacuai has been loaned out to Besiktas for the uh, season and Chelsea have extended his contract until 2023. Villarreal have agreed to a 20 million uh, move to sign Bournemouth winger uh, Arnat Danjuma. The player has agreed to personal terms on a contract until 2026. Uh, and then some other new interesting news is that um, Harry Kane has been very is very furious with. Uh, Daniel Levy over the over what he feels are broken promises. Uh, Kane believes it was agreed he would be allowed to leave if they didn't win a trophy or qualify for Champions League, but Levy is still refusing to allow Harry Kane to leave, which, in my opinion, is wrong. Um, you know, Harry Kane has done a lot for Tottenham, but the fact that you can't let him go because you are you want him to stay and all this other stuff, but his if his mind's not there, he's not going to perform very well for the club. And you can get, you know, a pretty hefty transfer fee for him to then use to sign players that would want to come play for your club. But I don't know what he's thinking. We'll see what happens with that saga uh, going on. Then we have... Um, Tottenham are preparing a 40 million euro bid for Adama Traore because um, Nuno uh, Santo, who is their uh, manager at the current moment, is interested in being reunited uh, with the Wolverhampton winger. Uh, that'd be an interesting move. They also have you know Lucas Mora, who they still have on Tottenham, so I'll be interesting to see what they decide to do with that and if they actually go ahead and sign him. Then, uh, PSG Sporting Director Leonardo has told players that Kylian Mbappe will not be leaving this summer. So, you have a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of the word. You Now we know, oh, he's not going to be leaving this summer, but his future is still up in the air as to whether or not he's going to go play for Real Madrid or somewhere else. Um, we've got a few pieces of news left, and... One of them is the fact that Barcelona is currently in debt 1.35 billion euros. I, I've honestly at this point I've just run out of stuff to say about them. I, I'm not surprised it's this much. I'm not surprised that you know they're even in this financial situation. They're just a hot mess, and they are a sinking ship without a captain. There is nothing that can fix the fix this at all, and 
you know, getting all these players to take pay cuts isn't is only going to help you, you know, right now. It's not going to help you in the future because you can't do anything. So they're a hot mess. As I said, they're a uh, sinking ship without a captain, and they're just going to keep going more and more in debt as time goes on. Um, then. We'll uh, finish off with some Arsenal news, which I'm actually very excited about. And that is the fact that Arsenal have agreed to a deal with Real Madrid for attacking midfielder Martin Odegaard. The fee is just less than $40 million with a five-year contract sorted. This, in my opinion, is a fantastic deal for Arsenal. They needed a creative midfielder. They needed an attacking midfielder. They're linked to James Madison and all these other guys, but no... They go and get Martin Odegaard, who was on loan last season for them, so you know how he operates. Uh, Arteta knows how to use him and knows his strengths and weaknesses, and it's a great move. He's also only 22 years old. And this is a great deal because being able to get a 22-year-old midfielder for you know a little bit less than $40 million is, in my opinion, mind-blowing that it was even uh, agreed upon, but... I think this is a fantastic deal, a fantastic deal for Arsenal to go ahead and get the the guy that they wanted, and you know, you don't have to go break the bank uh, like they like Leicester was telling uh, Arsenal they need to pay upwards of like sixty to seventy million for James Madison, but you go and get a twenty two year old uh, mid attacking mid midfielder who has been play, who played really well last year for them for Arsenal. And, you now get him permanently, which is great, and he's going to sign a five-year deal. The other, the last piece that we're going to end uh, this episode, or there's two pieces we're going to end this podcast on. The second one is the fact that um, Aaron Ramsdale has, uh, they've agreed to a deal with um, Sheffield United to sign Aaron Ramsdale. He'll sign a fourth year, uh, a four-year deal uh, with an option of a fifth, and uh, it's a 24 million uh, euro deal. Uh, this is, you know, I was going back and forth with this this one because you know, people were always like, you know, people are always like, oh, Ramsdale's not worth it, blah blah blah, and you know, he, you know, he is on Sheffield and all this. You can go out and you can go sign, you know, uh, Onana from Ajax, but Onana is uh, suspended because he's suspended for using uh, PEDs or some something like that and you go out and you get you know Ramsdale who you know what you can get out of him and he'll be a very good backup option or if Leno gets hurt he has experience playing in the Premier League so it's not that bad now all Arsenal's got to do is go out and get uh Husam OR on a loan deal really bolster that midfield uh get a striker and a right back and they'll be in my opinion they'll have be having a pretty pretty solid uh, transfer window right now. So, the final piece of news that we're going to end this week's uh, podcast on is it's going to get me pissed off just because of how outrageous this is. Uh, Barcelona are set to offer Philippe Coutinho another chance at the club and have offered him Lionel Messi's number 10 shirt. I don't know who in their right mind decided that that would be a great idea. Hey, Lionel Messi, great, one of the greatest players in the world, greatest player to play at our club. Let's give the number 10 shirt to Philippe Coutinho, who's done absolutely nothing since being being signed uh, from Liverpool. Great idea. 
oh my god, it's it, it's so frustrating. It is so frustrating. I I don't get it. I really don't. You know, um, first off, the number ten should be retired from Barcelona. Nobody should, nobody else should be allowed to wear it. Uh, and if you're gonna give it to somebody, the only other person on that team that maybe deserves it is Pedri because he's been uh, playing out of his mind these last few uh, months. Really, he's he's basically went for, he played he's played like over well over seventy games this year without taking breaks. He's played all of La Liga last year, last season. Then he went to the uh, Euros. Then he went to the Olympics, and now he's back playing uh, La Liga. But maybe, maybe him. That's about the only other uh, player I can think of right now. But th- nobody should wear that that number ever again at that club. And the fact that they have the audacity to offer it to Philippe Coutinho just pisses me off. It really does. Coutinho doesn't deserve it. Nobody really deserves it. And it just needs to stay. Uh, it just it needs to not be worn ever again. So, after that little rant, that basically wraps it up this week. Um, Thank you all for listening, and have a great day.